Hello, and welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer, not just for Louisiana, but for the entire northern Gulf Coast. And now, introducing your host, Alan DeRitter. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our April 1st edition of Monday Night Football. We're being quiet right now because we're in the West Wing of the White House. Where we're watching Donald J. Trump about to sign a new law that's going to allow soccer to be played in Division I schools throughout the country without violating Title IX. He's coming into the room. It's a dream come true for people like me and others like me that will be able to maybe coach college soccer. He's got his pin out, and here it comes. And April Fools, everybody. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if that came true? Uh, that he would sign a bill like that in an executive order and and uh, help us be able to get boys soccer uh, really moving where our best athletes can get on the field and not be um, pulled over to baseball, basketball, and football, but uh, maybe another day. Anyhow, it was a nice fantasy while it lasted. We start off our show with a prayer in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank God, thanks for letting us have this show, and and I pray that we'll be able to continue to improve the sport of soccer as we go on and as we uh, continue to broadcast Monday Night Football. And uh, hopefully one day we'll, we'll have your, uh, your will be done, uh, Division One uh, men's teams throughout our country. But until that time, help us be able to just focus on the glass being half full and uh, report on the soccer that we do have. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, welcome, everybody, to our show. And, uh, again, it is a dream uh, that I have that we'll be able to uh, coach uh, Division One soccer for boys and have these boys have a have a chance to be able to go and play a division one and go to school like LSU and not have to travel all the way to New Jersey and play for these smaller schools that they really don't want to go to and play you know but that's another show for another day and uh, uh, I really like to see that happen though but uh, tonight's show, we're going to be focusing on the Manville Lakers, the 0001 girls that won the United State Championship. Really good interviews for y'all to listen to. And uh, before we even get started with that, I want to make sure that you know that Facebook Live and the podcast are not the same. Uh, I invite y'all to all watch the Facebook Live broadcast tonight. And uh, anytime you want to on our Facebook Live page, uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, this latest episode is going to focus on the All-State teams, all eight of them, all the most valuable players, the coaches of the year, and all the outstanding players that have been named on these teams uh, so that they can get the recognition that they truly, truly deserve. And uh, for some of them, that's the highest of the high uh, for these bo- for the boys anyway. For the girls, most of them are going to be going on to play uh, collegiate soccer, which, by the way, without Title IX, w- that wouldn't have uh, been an opportunity for them to even dream of. Okay, so Title IX has served its focus, I mean, its purpose for soccer. It's not been bad for soccer. It's just uh, the, the men's wrestling and men's soccer programs are still wait to, uh, waiting to be able to um, really just get uh, restarted again. Okay, they, we had some momentum with wrestling, at least. Uh, LSU had a great wrestling program, uh, but then um, Title Nine hit and it was shut down immediately. I was there when it happened. It was it was unbelievable. 
but uh, anyhow, the girls do have opportunities, and um, and so tonight's show is going to be focused on that. Uh, we're going to be talking to two groups. We're going to talk to Coach Betsy Giacchetti, who's uh, the coach of this team, and then we're going to talk to the captains of the team, Peyton Sherman, Brittany Bertram, and Jordan Grigsby, um, uh, get their take on what it feels like for them to be in this part, part of history, which you might not know uh, listening out there, is that we've yet to have a team win the national title. We've come close. We've had three teams really uh, get to the national tournament, um, the Baton Rouge Jaguars, that the director of Mandeville Soccer uh he played on that team, uh, the good old Jaguars from many, many moons ago uh, from Baton Rouge, which is basically an, an alliance team from the entire I-10 corridor. And uh, and then, of course, we had the Louisiana Fire team that we watched um, uh, that we, we thought we'd have a shot, Alex Morgan's team. And, and uh, they did get to nationals, and they really did fight hard. And, uh, and then this um, team, the U18 team, um, uh, from Mandeville, I wound up going, um, anyhow, um, uh, winning the region three championship in 2018, but falling short. And so, uh, 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 this is a team I think now, now that, uh, the, the age groups have been redefined. A lot of these girls who are playing on two different teams are now playing on the same team. And I think that this might be the formula for success for Louisiana that maybe we can just, maybe just maybe we can uh, bring home a gold medal and then uh, wake their entire nation up, uh, which Region 3 has already figured out that we do have legitimate talent here in Louisiana and uh, and Louisiana is heavily recruited. All of these girls on this team are going to be playing collegiate soccer. And so uh, it'd be nice if, if we were number one on their par- on their radar uh, um, when they came when it came to recruiting, I didn't see enough college coaches at the LHSAA state championship this year, and uh, and I think that a lot of them really missed out on recruiting a lot of really good talent. So, um, having said that, let's get started. We're gonna um, we're gonna now interview Betsy Jacchetti. Uh Now a little bit about her resume. She was assistant women's soccer coach at American University from 95 to 98. Uh, She was the assistant women's coach at North Carolina State, where she played uh, from 98 to 2000. And then she got an opportunity at Tulane in 2001 uh, to be the head women's coach, and she was there until 2007. That's uh, that's quite an accomplishment, and then and then um, afterwards, she decided to stay in Louisiana. I'll let her tell you why, and uh, and so she's been a blessing for the Mandeville Soccer Club ever since, and uh, and now she gets an opportunity to win a national title, and we wish her all the best. And uh, so we caught up with her during her team's warmups, playing in a Gulfport tournament. Anyhow, uh, she was able to uh, graciously make some time for us. And we're really blessed to have her on. Uh, this is her interview on Monday Night Football. Here, here we go. Hello, this is Coach Alan DeRitter, and I want to invite all of you to take a closer look at De La Salle High School in New Orleans. De La Salle is a dynamic, inclusive community committed to academic excellence by evidence with our classrooms of the future. And of course, our commitment to athletics is second to none. Come take a look at delasalnola.com and schedule your spend a day today. That's delasalnola.com. 
All right, everybody. Welcome back to Monday Night Football. We're with Coach Betsy Giacchetti, uh, and, uh, and and she's the head coach of one of the best teams we've ever fielded in Louisiana. Welcome you to the show. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Okay, before we get started, could you tell everybody about your background? Yes, I am. Um... I'll give you a short synopsis. I'm um, originally from Maryland, and I kept moving my way down south. I played and coached at NC State University, and then I was a head women's soccer coach at Tulane University, and I met my husband. He's from here, and all the football coaches said I'd be here forever, and here I am. <laughs> okay. Usually people <laughs> usually people have moved where the, where the uh, wife is from, but uh, you broke mold there. But uh, I, I tell you what, do you like living here? I do. I love it. I, I I couldn't go back up north with all the snow, and it, it's just a great environment down here. And especially on the sports side, you can train and play all year long, and it's great. Well, how long have you been coaching the Lakers teams? I've been um, involved with the club over the past ten years in different roles. And once we moved over here um, with my kids when they were young, and uh, really in the past five years, I've taken teams on full-time and moved into administrative role as a rec director, and um, it just gets easier as my kids are older and playing, and I'm just joined being back out there with older teams. Okay. And um, this particular team, how long have you been with them? Um, this has been a really fun experience for me. I was with uh, a lot of the players on this team when they were U16, and I knew a lot of the players when they were U17. And what U.S. Soccer has done, they changed our our teams to the cutoff. It's not during the middle of the year. It's now the birth year. So a lot of our teams have changed in the dynamic of the personnel depending on when they are born. And this is a mixture of both of those teams. So, um it's been a really great culture, and it's a high-level play. And we've really created an environment here to where our players are saying, where do I want to play in college, not do I want to play in college. That's fantastic. And uh, since you were the women's coach at Tulane, um, where do you think Louisiana soccer is ranking nationally right now? Um, it, it's been great to see the development over time because I've been here since 2001. And um, even just using our club as an example, when I, when I first saw the Mandeville Soccer Club, they may have one team in each age group. And now, I mean, we have multiple teams in each age group. So it, you can just see there's more players playing. And just in the number of players playing, you're getting more higher-level players. And um, it, it's been tremendous to see the growth. And we're starting to compete on the national scene as well as you've heard with our teams in the past couple of years. Right. And this team came really, really close, at least, the, you know, when they were, when they were uh, considered, what, U18 or U17 uh, going to nationals. And uh, what do you think your chances are this year? Yeah, we're really excited. I think, um, you know, I tell players all the time that we use our past experiences um, just to, to give us that experience as a player to go into that same type of environment again. And, um, but that being said, that uh, you're only as good as your last game. So if we can combine those two philosophies and just go after it this summer. Okay. Do you ever, do you ever think that these girls get tired of winning or take it for granted? Uh, I think it, it makes it tough. Um, you're asking about the level of play in Louisiana. Yeah. The level of play overall is a little bit lower than in some places in the country. And we do get into to habits 
it, where we're winning a lot of games. And that's why our director, Shane Jonfro, has really tried to get us in leagues outside of just the state. And then we also compete in showcases outside the state. And, um, you know, when you get used to winning all the time, you don't want to become complacent. So we've tried to put ourselves in environments where, you know, there's always better players and better teams out there. And um, we've tried to put our players in those environments so that they're challenged and um, just playing at the highest level possible. Okay, what advice would you have before we go um, to any young girl who's who's at the U9 level or whatever and they aspire to be uh, playing in a team like this? Just play as much as you can. Play on your club teams, play with the boys, train on your own, and just love it. Never lose that love for it. Okay, and uh, um, you know, I will ask you one more question. This team, what stands out about them? Like, what 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 is their um, their their ammo? Like, what what makes them a little different than any other group of girls that you've played, you've coached? Uh, what I really like about this team is it's a chemistry of players, not only in the Mandeville area, but we have players from New Orleans and Baton Rouge and Slidell. And it brings two components to it. One, you have a commitment level that's very high. I mean, these players, some of them are driving over an hour to come train with us weekly. And then it also um, brings a different dynamic of different personalities and different backgrounds and different experiences. And I just think that that makes our team better as a whole. Well, Coach, I thank you for uh, talking to us today. Um, we had a um, – uh, I know you have a game in a few minutes, and, uh, and uh, I just hope that uh, as we pay attention to your successes as we go on to regionals and hopefully nationals that uh, we'll be able to talk to you again on the show. Oh, thanks so much. We really appreciate you taking the time. God bless you. All right, you too. Thank you. Bye-bye. You can advertise your business for as little as $50. Contact us to see our rates and get your business in front of the Gulf Coast soccer community. Follow us on Twitter at MNFUTBOL, as well as Facebook, or call us at 504-577-3131. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Monday Night Football. And I uh, hope you enjoyed that interview with Coach Cicchetti. Uh People basically call her Coach Betsy, I think. But um, now we're going to try to give the girls uh, their chance to speak for themselves. Peyton Sherman, uh, uh, you'll know all these names from the All-State team if you listen to the All-State broadcasts on, uh, on our Facebook Live uh, show later on tonight. Peyton Sherman from St. Scholastica, and Brittany Bertram and Jordan Grigsby from North Shore High School are the captains of this team. Uh, they are going to give their take. But before I do that, I want to let you know so far how many of these girls from this team have signed college uh, letters of intent. And uh, Brittany Bertram um, is going to be going to Stetson, as we mentioned. Peyton is going to be going to Mississippi College. And uh, Jordan 
is going to go to Appalachian State. But some other ones, uh, Maria Cazalot is going to be playing for Mississippi College. She played for North Lake Christian and uh, really made a name for herself there. Catherine Kelly is going to be playing for Spring Hill. She played for St. Scholastica. It's really cool how all these players fought to the to the teeth uh, during high school and then became friends and uh, really stayed friends and um, played together now on their own, same club team. Olivia Singleton from Dominican. Uh, she has to make a long trek every day to practice. Um, she's going to be going to Florida Te uh, Technical Institute. Uh, she played for Al Silvis over there at Dominican. And of course, everybody knows Sydney Vincennes from St. Scholastica. Um, she's going to be playing for the University of Alabama. Uh, she's the reigning Louisiana Gatorade Player of the Year. And, uh, and of course, we mentioned earlier that uh, a couple of other players are playing college soccer right now. Brogan Bernadez and Maya Guillory um, are playing for Louisiana, I mean, Southeastern Louisiana University. So I kind of gave you a rundown at the beginning of the show what this team has accomplished. It's just exciting to think that um, with this combined um, uh, influx of talent and also two co collegiate players, two players have played uh, now collegiate ball in spring, you know, for the fall season and the spring season. So they're going to be coming into the team well-seasoned, uh, knowing what the next level is like. This team really has a has a really good shot of um of going the distance and, and as you listen to Peyton, Brittany, and Jordan, listen to their confidence, okay, and uh, and uh, camaraderie uh, as they relate um, uh, their feelings going into uh, the next phase, which is going into regionals, okay. So here's what they had to say. All right, welcome back to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. We're now joined with Peyton Sherman, Jordan Grigsby, and uh, Brittany uh, Bertman. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Well, look, uh, first and foremost, uh, how long have y'all been playing with this t with uh, the Mandeville Lakers? Peyton first. Um, I've been playing with Mandeville Lakers since U10, so... I guess that would be nine years. Okay. Did you play with anybody beforehand? No, I played. I just played at Pelican Park with the like younger teams, like which is like rec, but before you can play like actual like developmental soccer. Okay. Okay. Jordan, how about you? Um, I think four, three years. Um. So is that since you fifteen? Okay. Brittany? Yes. I think I've played for about five years, since about, like, you 14, maybe. And I played for a slide out before this. Okay, gotcha. It seems like this is definitely an all-star team that y'all have together. And uh, and really, the uh, this this group, uh, we've been paying attention to y'all for years. Uh, a couple years ago, some of y'all were able to go to uh, to nationals. Are any of y'all uh, on that team? Yeah, we were all on that team. Okay, so you've already tasted that. Uh, now this is your last Taraz, a U19 player, okay? Um, what are y'all going to be doing different from that experience today? Y'all could maybe be the first team from Louisiana history to win, this, to win the national title. Well, we won state like a couple of weeks ago, and we're going to regional. So if we perform well there, then we'll go to nationals. And I think since we have nationals 
from last year under our belt, we have more of like an idea of what what's going to happen so we can be more prepared for that. Okay. Anybody else? Um, yeah, I just think with how hard our coach, um, Betsy, how hard she pushes us that she really makes it like a, almost like a college experience. So I think if we go to regionals and nationals, like we'll be well prepared because we train really hard at practice every week. Yeah. Most teams train twice a week. How long, how hard do y'all train? We train twice a week too. Okay. But, uh, since y'all drive from all over the place, I bet you these training sessions must be like, uh, uh, brutal, huh? Um, sometimes whenever coach Betsy can add fitness, that can be pretty brutal. Okay. Okay. And, um, Peyton, where are you going to be playing next year for school? I'm going to be playing at Mississippi college. Okay. And, uh, uh, that's that's going to be a not too far away, but far away from home to be on your own. And uh, and uh, I think uh, you ought to be really excited about that. And uh, what wh- wh- why did you choose Mississippi College over the rest? Um. Well, like you said, I wanted a place that wasn't too far, but it's still not in my backyard, and it's only like two and a half hours away. And Mississippi College, they're uh, D two, so but they're the best in their conference and they're just really good. And the coach is awesome. And like, I just had a strong connection with him and I loved like the campus and the facilities. So I just knew it was like the right place. Okay, great. Jordan, how about you? Where are you going to play next year? Um, well, next year I'll be a senior, but when I graduate, I'll be playing at Appalachian State, North Carolina. Okay. And, uh, why'd you choose there? Um, Mostly because when I went to for my visit, I like fell in love with the coaching staff because they were like they made it all feel like a big family, and the team was like the team chemistry was all there. So, and I love the campus, and it was in North Carolina, which I love. So then I knew like that was a place for me. All right, fantastic, Brittany. Where are you going to be playing? I'm going to be playing at Stetson University. It's in Florida, DeLand, Florida. It's like north of Orlando. Yeah, I've been there. I've been there. Why did you choose Stetson? Well, honestly, I wanted to be like by the beach with like good weather. And when I visited the campus, the team was like very welcoming and the campus was like beautiful. So, and I just had my official visit this weekend and um, I just love the coaching staff and they were just like really welcoming. Fantastic. Now, look, all three of y'all play for good high schools, okay? Uh, um, could you compare your high school experience with your club experience? Are they comparable, or do y'all kind of put them into two different brackets in, in, in your heart? Peyton, you first. Okay. Um, I would consider them different only because high school we practice every day, and um, you've been – and, like, club, it's only twice a week, and club – like, in high school, the teams that you're playing is people from your club team. So it's a different, like, player pool that you're playing with. And um, in high school, like, it's all age groups from, like, ninth all the way up to seniors. So it's a little bit different experience than club where you're mostly the same age. But, like, playing-wise, I would rank them, like, the same level of skill. Excellent. Jordan, what are, what's your thoughts on high school and, uh, and club? Um, well... I don't know, I guess I'm a little more opposite than Peyton because I think that 
um, high school level is different than the club level, especially when we go like out of state for club. It's like more competitive, I would say, than club. And the team chemistry, I guess, can be a little bit different than club and high school because we're with each other for like four months, like every single day in high school. And then in club, we're like, we're not with each other all 24-7, but we still have a good chemistry. So that'd be like the difference. Okay. Them. Brittany, what's your spin on it? Um, I think club and high school have like a different atmosphere because in high school, like the whole school comes out and supports, but for club, you just have like the parents and maybe some college coaches. And like Jordan said, I think the chemistry is different because in high school with our, um, teammates, like all the time, like every day. And we have a lot of games, like maybe two games a week, but for club, even though we are with each other for like a short amount of time each week, we still have that same chemistry. Okay, well, some of y'all are uh, from SSA, some of y'all from North Shore. I mean, that was a heck of a rivalry this year. How were you able to put your differences aside and play for the same team? Um, well, we've always been friends since we've been on the club team for a couple of years now. So it's always a friendly, com um, competitive like atmosphere whenever we play against each other, and it's never like a like a like a angry rival rivalry so whenever we come back to club it really doesn't feel like there's any like um like awkwardness or like oh i shouldn't talk to you we're not on the same uh high school team anybody else <laughs> uh, i feel the same way because we're all trying to win date like for club and i'm trying to go far for club anyway so like even if we were to not be happy with each other we had to put that aside so we could win state and stuff like that okay and uh uh so so there's no there's no bad blood whatsoever uh, on the field when you're playing in high school i say but like all in all like at the end of the game we just shake hands like it was a good game like it's always a good game when i say no short play yeah, most most definitely, and uh, boy, we saw saw that this year, and uh, so no bragging rights. There's no no problem with that. I want to say so. No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, y'all are both y'all are blessed too to play with. Um, uh, you know, you have good high schools. Uh, everybody on your team has got good coaching, so uh, you don't really drop down a level on coaching and all that training. It can't do anything but help you for club uh, how do you stay hungry for club like what makes you motivated to because to, nationals are still a long way away and you've already won state how, what motivates you to play like in this game you're about to play today in Gulfport well I think that for high school it's just like the state game and then you're done but for club you can like go on like to regional so I think that's what makes us hungry because once we win state then we can go to regionals, and once we win regionals, we can go to nationals. So we can just, like, keep going. Yeah, it's just – and it's really cool to be able to say, like – because a lot of teams often, like, look over us only because we are from Louisiana, just because people seem to think that we're not as good. But then, like, when we come out and play and, like, we, like, say beat them, then it's just, like, really um, satisfying to, like, know that we work hard and we can beat teams that are from, like, Florida or North Carolina, too. True. Okay. And um, now, Region 3, uh, it'd be different if y'all would have been in Regions 1, 2, or 3, but Region, I mean, and 4, but Region 3 is, is, is the hardest region, in my opinion. Um, 
Um, who do you think is going to be our main rival uh, going into the Region 3 tournament to get to Nationals? Um, Lobos was, has been our, like, or if I can say for the, yes, okay. So Lobos has been our competition. Like, we play them, we played them in Disney. They've, that's been a rival. We had to beat them in regionals last year to win the, to win regionals. And it was a big rival game. So I think they would be our toughest competition. Okay. Also Florida. All right. Yeah, which, I would think them or uh, Sunrise Sting Florida. Okay. Really good. Okay, where are they from? Uh, I don't know. Where I don't know from. exactly where. Yeah, I just know they're from Florida. <laughs> okay, okay, because it's such a massive state. Is it y'all about to find out? Anyway, uh, uh, all right, all right. Uh, now look, we'll go go from the uh, from. We'll start with Brittany this time. Any advice you have for the U nine girl that's that's listening to this interview and and wanted to grow up to be just like y'all because y'all know y'all are you are a role model for these girls. What would you be your advice, Brittany? You first. Um, I would tell them that they just need to like keep working hard and they need to pick a goal, like find a goal and strive for that. And maybe a goal that's like out of their range, because if you don't have a goal, then you don't know where you're going to end up. So I say find a goal and find like pieces to get to that goal. All right. That's good advice. And, uh, is that what you did? Yeah, I had a goal to play D1 soccer in college, and my dad helped me with that, and I say that I pretty much achieved that. Excellent. Jordan, what's your advice? Um, to start early would be my advice. So, like, if you want to go play in college soccer, you need to start early. Don't wait till last minute to, like, start looking. You need to start early and, like, start working early, start doing your fitness early start like learning to love the game early like doing doing everything early before it's like kind of too late okay um um, Peyton what's your call um I would say that nothing's impossible whether it's you want to make a difference like at regionals or even get to nationals or play like college soccer because if you like work hard enough then you can really do anything like with your team if y'all like set a goal and follow it Okay, great. And uh, now one more question. We'll start with Jordan this time. What's your favorite memory playing for the Lakers? Um, I don't – there's so many. Um, I, guess, I guess winning regionals would be the best. I guess that has to be – yes, that would have to be the best one, winning regionals. That'd be the best. Well, well, what was that? What was that like? Like, what, what kind of, you know, well, after you won, how did y'all feel about that? Were you a cloud nine? Did it ever hit? You know, um, what was it like? Yeah, I felt like we were on cloud nine because, like, it was kind of like unbelievable. Like, we really just did that, doesn't that? Like, we really just won regionals. Who did y'all beat to win regionals? Lobos. Lobos, man. So y'all got to beat each other's craw again one more time, and. uh Yep. Okay, okay. We'll be keeping an eye on that. Peyton, what's your favorite memory? Um, I would have to say, uh, because last year I was on the older team for regional, so we were the team that made it to the finals. But 
in the semifinals, we played a team from Texas, and we were losing 3 nothing at halftime. Jeez. And in the second half, we found a way to win 4-3. to And scoring that fourth goal was just amazing, and it was the best feeling ever. That's unheard of. Y'all, won, y'all, yeah, y'all scored four goals in the second half. How many did you score? Uh, I had two assists. I didn't score any, but no. To me, as a coach, I don't know how your coaches feel, but to me, the assist uh, is more important than the goal. You know, so two assists—that's that's incredible. And uh, um, now, uh, uh, Brittany, what's yours? Um, mine's kind of like Peyton's, but last year, when no, not last year, two years ago, when we had Betsy again, we. We're at regionals, and it was our first game. We're playing Florida, I think. And, like, there was, like, so many college coaches, like, on the sidelines. Like, it filled up the sidelines. And it was, like, 3 nothing. We were losing. And all the college coaches left, and they subbed, like, their whole bench on the field. And then we scored, like, four goals in, like, 30 minutes in the second half. And it was kind of, like, unheard of. Right. Because, like, everybody left. <laughs> But it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. But uh, uh, that must have really motivated y'all when those sidelines emptied out. But uh, that's usually usually uh, an undisciplined team would have probably just caved. And uh, most times at three nothing, you cave. That's that's a remarkable story. Do y'all have that on film anywhere? Um, um, I don't. I think we do definitely. Okay, I like to see that. Well, girls, look, I appreciate y'all taking your time. You'll probably have a game in 13 minutes. I'm sorry for taking up some of your warm ups, <laughs> but uh, take it easy on that team you're about to slaughter, okay? Okay, okay. All right, God bless y'all. Thank you. Thank you. All right, bye bye. It's no ordinary sports show. Candid conversation. We've got it all. Must have guests. Significant Louisiana sports figures. Serious knowledge. Post game breakdowns, trivia, historical flashbacks, and my editorials. That'll make even the most diehard sports fans go wow. From the one guy who's always in the zone. It's what happens when you've been around Louisiana sports this long. The WGNO Sports Zone, Wednesdays at 1015. Okay, everybody, that's going to do it for Monday Night Football this week. Uh, next week, we're going to be focusing on the Louisiana Fire U18 state champions and uh, and talk to some of their players. So that's something to look forward to for next week. And I uh, want to remind everybody, again, you can advertise uh, on the podcast and or the Facebook Live feed. Just go to our Facebook Live page. Um, that's at M-N-F-U-T-B-O-L. And also, uh, I want to thank uh, Mr. Sherman, who got us and t- got all this information to us. Without him, uh, we really couldn't have um, uh, done what we did tonight. Uh, and he reached out to us, y'all. That's really all you have to do. If you just reach out to us, we'll be glad to um, – to entertain what you think would be a good show and, and get and get your story out there. Okay, this story was very important. And again, Ed Sherman uh, got us all this information, a long-time listener, which I thank him very much for all the um, work that he did to get this on the air. And, uh, and so uh, this resource is for you. So you can also get in touch with me at laprepsoccer.net if you want to do that. My uh, call name is my name, Aide the Ritter. 
and um, and we'll be glad to hear what you think uh, we should talk about. Um, it's an exciting time uh, for us in Louisiana soccer, and we thank God that you're on board with us. Carpe diem in Christ. God bless you and your family, and we'll see you at the Facebook Live show of Monday Night Football, your voice for you, soccer. This is Coach Alan DeRitter wishing you all uh, a great week.